Hi folks, surprise, surprise. We've had so many complaints about Troy and his long intros and you can't understand his Australian accent that even though I've been drinking heavily, I'm sure you can understand what I'm saying. What we've got here for you now is a continuation of our Nam rant because basically who can talk about Nam for less than two hours? I mean, hell, I stood in bathroom longer than that at the show. So here's the rest of the show. I do want to let you know that my red guitar show is doing so well that I'm taking reservations. If you know somebody that wants to put on a show in a theater or a house concert, you can contact me through the usual ways. And I promise I'll come and talk about Alan Holdsworth all day long. <laughs> Mention this is the first show for 2017. It's not. It's the second show by now. No, for us being together, it's the first. Yes, but this is the continuation of it. No, this is the intro to the, sh the very first show. No, I'm thinking this is the intro in between the two shows now. Well, what's the intro for the first show? You're going to have to do that yourself. Oh, I think this is a great intro. <laughs> Look, I don't want to argue in front of all these people. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> well, we can raise it. I, erase, I we haven't got the chops to edit this stuff out. You're going to raise it. Just stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Now. Here's the show. I'm leaving. No, here's the show. This is what we do. No, this is the second show, though. <laughs> I've already said it's a continuation of the NAM thing. Stop it. I just want to say that I drove six hours to make it to last night's podcast, and in my uh, drink, Troy must have put a roofie, so I'm disavowing of any comments I made. I seem to remember saying things that I would be totally embarrassed by, and now he won't let me listen to them. I'm being held hostage in a remote location in Southern California. Somebody send help, please. Hey man, I did an acoustic recording a, a couple times where the acoustic guitar had a pickup, you know, just like one yeah. of those, uh, no, it's one of those uh, piezo, what do you yeah, call the, it? Yeah, the piezo. Thing. It's on the bridge. Yeah, it's inside right? on the bridge. Yeah. yeah. So I put that on the left and then I rented a Neumann 87, a nice condenser mic and mic'd it and put that on the right. And so I had the two different sounds. Yeah. The, the the microphone picks up the really high end, the, the real sparkly stuff, yeah. the way up high, you know, 15K mm -hmm. shit. And, and, and that's on one side. And then the pickup sounds more mid-rangey. So it's it's got the beef. So you're you know? talking about a piezo? Because usually piezos are really kind of No, I harsh. guess it's not a piezo. It's, it's probably a magnetic pickup in the whole. Exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. It's like made by, um, what's that company? Uh I can't remember. Barkus Berry or it's something like that. Fishman yeah. or Highlander. It's or, some. It's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, yeah. So that's got the beef and the mid range, right. and then the mic has all the sparkly stuff. Right. And when you split it stereo, it's it's really nice. Really it good, sounds yeah. really good. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's a cool. It's a cool. Well, sound. that's what I've been doing with the resonator when I've been playing it on stage. Is I've been just a lot of times I'll just. Plug you the pickup will go, you know, they'll to put a mic in a pickup, and I'll let the PA guy. It's usually about sixty pickup, forty mic, mm -hmm. 
and then I let them. Well, they don't usually pan it; they just whatever. Yeah, not in a, in public because yeah. then yeah. that's what always used to make me laugh about guys in their stereo rigs on stage because yeah. it sounds good to them. Yeah, but <laughs> the, the audience, only the people in the dead center of the room <laughs> hear yeah. hear the actual stereo sound. Everybody on the right it's hearing getting, like all yeah, out of tune yeah. guitar. Yeah. Shit, people in the right are hearing nothing but straight Did, guitar. Do, do you know <laughs> any guys doing? Because stereo was a big thing there for a while. It was, and and, and it, it does sound so amazing. It still is in in the recording world, but right. live, give live. me a break. I right. mean. If you're if unless it's a really small room and it's just a little and you got one person sitting yeah one person sitting in the middle (laughs) which is really normal actually for my case right which is like that's my case I should start playing stereo I'll come clean I don't know how many gigs I've done where I'm like yeah I need to have stereo I must have stereo yeah because it's just self indulgent bullshit Mm. that you're doing. But it yeah. does sound good, but but yeah, the the if you're playing in a normal room where there's a lot of people in it, and, it and a lot sense. of people are hearing the PA, it doesn't make any sense because yeah, only work. the people in the middle hear it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to be dead center, and then you got to have a sound guy that actually knows what he's doing. Yeah, they okay, just sell they sell cheaper, uh, more expensive tickets, so right, you can right. sit in the middle right. and hear yeah, like the, the guy's middle, stereo the rig, right. stereo rig ticket. That's an extra 20 bucks. And, and those would go to all the guys who attended NAM. <laughs> oh, man. And, and all those Facebook posts for days of people, I'm on the plane headed to NAM. <laughs> this, is, this is my hotel room at NAM. And I don't know why. I mean, you know, I don't know why there was a part of me that was going. God, I just want to take you out and hug you because you need love and, and because I so appreciate that you're so into this and I'm just such a fucking poo-poo head. Maybe that's the only time some of these people traveling from Europe, it's the only time they get away from the family and the missus. Like, Nam is there. Yeah, but I mean... Nam is like, there. It's stripped okay. to tour. Nam is the only place that's noisier than their own house with their wife yelling at them. <laughs> <laughs> and their kids screaming and shit. Come on. Hey, I did see. <clears throat> yeah, hey, guys, there's, we have national parks that are quiet. <laughs> I did see. Now I can't think of the guitarist's name. He's got short hair. Fuck, what's his name? I stopped him in a restaurant and said, I gave him a guitar when pink a pick, and I said, Man, you're going to be on the show. Andy Timmons. Oh, Andy, I love Andy Timmons. Andy, Great I guy, said, Andy, man. we'd love to have you on a guitar wank yeah. and told him that totally you did Totally would love to have And him. he was like, any time, let's do it. Well, where does he live, though? He's, he's no not. Idea. He doesn't live here in he LA. Doesn't? No. Oh, we'll get no. him. Anyway, we'll get he's, him. He's in we'll Texas. We'll fly him in. I'll We've got a bunch of people on the docket to come in here. What are we doing here? We've man, got, Andy, you know who Andy we have Tim to get? Andy is such a badass guitar player. He's, I mean, he's, he's great. a really good he, player. He seems like a fun guy, too. He's really he's a nice cat. I've, pl- I've met him and played with him many times oh, really? at school. Oh, man. And gonna... He's just a, the nicest cat in the world. So we got a big list of guys. When he, comes into school, when he comes into school, we've got to listen. Well, we haven't had him there in a long time. It's been quite a while. Yeah, he's too famous. I have a friend. Um, no, the school's uh, getting cheap. They stopped even calling me, and I'm the cheapest uh, guy they get. Well, I, I, I have, I can get his number because I have a friend, uh, Brianna Alexis, who's a guitar player in town, and she's really good friends with him. So I can get in touch with him. Okay. I, I can call yeah. him and tell him next time he's in L.A., we want to have you on it. the show. We've got to have him. Yeah, and we're going to have um, 
We had a suggestion. I've got an email that I've got to read to you guys. Do you want it now or do you want it later? No, no. But if we're talking about guests coming, we got Val McCallum. Val, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a real... You know Val? I don't know Val. Plays with Jackson Brown and Bonnie Raitt. Uh-huh. Great player. He he's he's also... A, he also... It, maybe, like, back in the day. Yeah, it's possible. I think he did do it before Troy did Do, do what? Before, before Wilson. Wilson. Oh, Phillips. okay. And then... Um, but... Uh, He's also got a band called Jack Shit, which is a comedy it western is, band, yeah, yeah, country yeah. western band. Cool. And then, and is he? I'm good friends with his brother, who's a good jazz guitar player. Uh, he's they come from a Hollywood family. David McCallum yeah. and Charles Bronson. Yeah. Oh, really? Ireland. Wow. So cool. He's got a lot of great stories. He's one of the funniest yeah. guys you'll ever meet. So he'll be great. And Smitty Smith still wants to come right. on and defend drummers. Or, well, he's or, been saying or that forever. Drummers. And he's where is he? Well, I'm playing with him tomorrow night. Well, let's yeah. let's work it we're, out. We're, we're doing a trio gig tomorrow night, so I'll 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 get him. Kim. Right now he's busy on Facebook fighting Trump. Where's uh, your gig <laughs> tomorrow night? In Laguna Beach. Okay. okay. Here in Laguna. Well. Here in Laguna Beach, it's not far. Come on, make it down there. Well, they're not going to hear it until the gig's already done. No, but a lot of guitar wankers are like clairvoyant. Uh. (laughs) Did not know that. Nice nice comeback there. That was good. That That was really good. Um, We're going to get Carlton. They they know in advance that the show's going to (laughs) suck. We're going to get who? Carlton. Trav? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Trav will do it. Let's get Travis out. Wait wait a minute. We can't get his dad. We don't have enough room on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that, Travis. I love you. Let's get Travis. Let's get Trav, yeah. Now, you fuckers have got to get me George Benson. Come on. You know, I'm going to Phoenix in the beginning of... April, I'll hunt him down. I just got a, yeah. um, I just got a letter from an email from the guy who Peter, uh, I forgot his last name, but uh, he runs the George Benson School in, in, uh, and that that's I think I played you guys that video of George Benson saying hi to yeah. me because he had just heard yes. Vibe Station. Yeah, he was in Brazil with Peter. And it's his school. It's it's the George Benson School of Music in Sao Paulo, and and um, and I know this guy, and I can easily get a hold of George. Benson. Well, if yeah. you guys both so, reach out to Benson, I'm sure George would be like. I would love that George, and, I, and and if George, if you're listening, because I know you do, uh, <laughs> wishing you know he broke his hand. What? You hear about that? How? He broke his hand. How the hell did he do that? That's that's what I've heard. And recently, just, yeah. And I just I'm wishing him to get healthy and yeah, man. In return, you know, I think with one hand he's still the baddest guitar player on the planet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't worry Mike, about it. Mike George. Stern. I saw that Mike's on the Mike main. also Mike's broke back, his back, shoulder. Yeah. Both arms. He bo- broke his shoulders. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He he called me, which is kind of funny. He actually called me on FaceTime. <laughs> And showed me his scars. It's like, so look shoulder? at this dude. He was what, like, what look happened? at this. Well, he was chasing a cab, and he had his guitar on his back, and he tripped and he fell, and he hit the cement with the palms of his hands. And it broke so his shoulder. Something's gonna break. Either your wow. wrist or your elbows or your shoulders. So his shoulders broke. You know that. And, uh, you know the similar thing happened to me year and a half ago. Yeah, right. I fell at the, at the ball game. I don't know why, whether someone stepped on my foot or I slipped on some beer or something. And I went down and I put my hand down. Mm. And I I broke my elbow. 
And when I went in, the doctor says, how did this happen? And I said, well, you know, I fell. And he says, well, why did your elbow break? He says, there's a bunch of bones, you know, all up your arm that sure. are smaller and more fragile. He says, what do you do for a living? He says, I'm a guitar player. He says, oh, that's why. Because <laughs> wow. all this is so built up muscle-wise that this was the weakest spot. Your hands are like the Incredible Hulk. Well, well, you know, that's, that's kind of the way we are. You know, there's just yeah. so much muscle here that that was the weakest spot. Well, it could have been a lot worse for Mike because on his left shoulder, it was a completely clean break. So they were able to put it together, no nerve problems. But on the right side, he had the problems because it shattered in about five places. Ooh. And they had to, you know, wow. use the pins and everything yeah. to put it all back together. And he had some nerve damage. And that's why when you see him playing now, he's got some kind of a thing to keep his hand, you know. Mm. And he has to actually, he's not able to, I don't think, move his wrist as well. So he has to kind of more pick from the elbow. So it may have slowed him down a little bit, but he said it's, you know, getting better. And it, you know, I think... Should that damage. guy slow down 50% is still better than all of us. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you know, I mean, it's, 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 he's recovering, and it's getting better, and I think, I'm sure he'll come back to 100%. Yeah, but, we should but have him on the show. Mike. That was a, that was a, and, and a actually, bitch, I, you know. I yeah. reached out today to John Pizzarelli. Uh-huh. He'd be another guy to have great to have on the show. And also, Brian Setzer. I've tried. You really? I'm going to get You can't up. get through the wall? Yeah, the wall's too tight. But I, I've got Lukather. Well, I know Noah. Okay, you got Lukather. Okay, so February first one to deliver wins. What do we well, win? This is a really good podcast, guys. We're just sitting around talking about guys that we want. They <laughs> well, no. want on our podcast. He cuts all this shit up. Yeah. Okay. This Are is, we we're talking about guys that we want on the show because yeah. we're let's so bored a, with ourselves. Let, yeah, we're so bored. Let's have a podcast where we just sit around and talk about guests that we'd like to have on the show. <laughs> well, you know, I would like to have. Can we talk about real people I'd like to have on the show? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd like to have uh, Donald Trump on the show. Well, that'd well, be that awesome. that ain't going to happen. That's not going to happen. But Unless we promise I him hear, bigger I, hands. I hear, <laughs> I hear he switched from a Strat to a Les Paul. I want to know about this. <laughs> no, I heard he went from a, a Strat to a, like a Daisy. What's those girl guitars? Daisy guitar. Daisy guitar. I bought one for Angela. <laughs> yeah. It's hang, hanging on the wall. She never touched it. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> she said she wanted it. You know, I was at a guitar center when she was about three. She was like, Daddy, I want that guitar. So I, so I bought it for her. So when Cressida does it, I can, just, it. I can just call you. And no, yeah, I, I suggest you just give it to him for his kid now. Yeah, okay. Or give it to him. Strike. He can play it. He yeah. looks like the kind of guy to play a Daisy guitar. Hey, I'll play it. I'm man enough to play a Daisy. Yeah. All right, so we, well, we're just working out 2017. We need yeah, to... we, we, we got to have a resolution list. Yeah, you know, I, five one, Benson's flat two the big one, one, four minor one. <laughs> Benson's the big one. I want Benson. Uh, yeah. George Benson. Anything else about Nam? Um, um, that's all I can think of. You know, I played some. I played the Luke Ernie Ball guitar, which I fell in love with. Steve Luke this guitar that was great, and oh. Albert Lee's guitar was great. That's a cool guitar. Yeah, and, and, they're making... and don't forget the Henriksen Bud. The what? big, the Bud Amp. But oh yeah, yeah, that was great. And that whole scene down at the Hendrickson Amp was, Amp scene was great. 
And I've got an amp that was supposed to be released. Released that they held back. They held back. Mystery. And I've got it. And, and I have I have used it <clears throat> in the studio now, in my practice studio on a few gigs, and I played it with <laughs> at the baked potato with Danny Carey of Tool and Brian Charette and Doug Webb and Andy Sinisi on percussion. I'm talking mm-hmm. about a, this gig was so loud that right now they're complaining in Japan. About <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and this amp hung like a champ. Wow. It weighs two pounds. It's ridiculous. I and the speaker is like in one of those neon. It sounds it, it's, it's like, badass. It it was kicking ass, Who and and Scott, you'll be like we can't talk about it yet because they haven't released it. Because oh. we're but, talking about it. But um, <laughs> it has a it has a really cool thing where like the master volume is more like a power attenuator, like goes from mm-hmm. fifty watts down to like ten. Mm-hmm. So you got like a Princeton here and a deluxe. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. the way I look at it. Yeah, you sure. Know, and Vibralux and then Pro, and it's got a gain thing in front. Mm-hmm. So like I was able to dial up some distortion and it's got a limiter where it'll stop the distortion at a certain place. So, you know, I mean, I had a lot of, especially in this gig where I kind of wanted, because we were playing like one chord vamp boogaloos mm-hmm. all night long and funk grooves. Mm-hmm. And it was really a lot of fun. Uh, but I wanted to always change my tone for every solo because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah. basically wanking over one chord, right, you know, right. so I got to kind of do something here. It's like, Been there, done that. You know, okay, I did, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. Yeah. Now I need some sonic help. You, you, you could have yeah. used a pedal. And I could have used a pedal, but then, you know, then and that would have meant a whole lot of things, you know. Batteries, like, you, you know, you know, the guy who goes into the store, the woman goes in the store, and she says to the Uh-oh. guy at Walgreens, and she says, she says, excuse me, sir, where are the batteries? He says, oh. And he, you know, motions for, you know, with his hand, come this way. And she says, if I could come that way, I wouldn't need the batteries. <laughs> <laughs> we have another sexist joke. Oh, Anyways. <laughs> anyway. The first one for 2017. Yeah, the first sexist first joke first man on the beach. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, there would be batteries and it would be cords, you know, and no one gave a shit. Because it was me. So, um, (laughs) actually, I was playing all these notes that they'd never heard before, and they were all very impressed. um, Is it a combo? Or is it a head? No, it's It's a a head head. and a speaker right now. But they're thinking, I think one of the reasons that they didn't release is they're maybe rethinking of it as a combo instead of. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, my and it's I'm very happy with it. Tomorrow, it, my gig with my with Smitty and in the trio is going to be its last test. Mm-hmm. If it passes this, the pro will live forever in my office. Really, it's that good until it's a two studio. amp. No. no, it's transistor. I tried it, at but the they have you... they they call it something different than transistor, but it's obviously. But you like you actually like it as much as your tube amp? Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> it's pretty close. I tried no, it here, no, no, and when that. I plugged it's... it in, I was like, "This is going to suck." It's going to suck, and I plugged it in. I was like, "That's really freaking." Good. Do you think I would? I, like... I, would, I would be happy to come over to your house, Scott. And yeah, let you I'd plug be curious to it. hear what you have to say about yeah. it because yeah. I was pretty. Because you know me, I'm like 
I got badass country tone vintage, out of it. I thought it had spanking. I'm a, no, 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 I'm as old school as it gets. No, you, if you're gonna convince me that it sounds good as a t- as a tube, you're gonna have a lot of convincing to do. <laughs> okay, no, uh, dig, so, dig. So. First of all, I'm not gonna tell you anything of the sort. I'm gonna tell you it sounds good. Uh. And I'm gonna also tell you that he played a telly through it, and it had a complete telly vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Had a great. And I played my L5 through it, and it was just a whole different amplifier. So, mm-hmm. in that way. Like, one of the things I notice about solid-state amps oftentimes is they have so much, qual- you know, character to their sound mm-hmm. that no matter what you plug into them, you get the amp sound. Whereas you get right. the, the old Fender amps that I'm used to using, they take on more of the character of the instrument than the amp. Does that make sense? I totally, that's okay. totally true. This amp... Does it's transparent? That. It this sounds like the guitar that, that you're playing. This to. amp, we got to admit, does that because we yeah. were here through the same and then amp, we mm-hmm. same. Then, then we plugged into the vibroverb, didn't we? Yeah, and we liked it just as much. Yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> and, and I, I wanted to hate it. I'd like to hear and, then, it. and then I did. I did a Gary Meeks record uh-huh. at Brian Barberg Studio, and I used Troy's amp for it. Uh-huh. And then I went back because they decided we wanted me on more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I used this amp on these other tunes. Mm-hmm. And I liked it just as much. I'm not saying it's exactly the same. No, it wouldn't be exactly the right. same. But if you like it as much, that's all that counts. I'd love to hear it. I wanted to hate it because it was so light just and small. Call me, call like, me, and I'll bring it over to your house. Okay. And you, the and, you, and you can put it through all your speaker modulation sure, things. Sure, You know, if you want. So, you know... I almost have to go pretty soon here, but but well, um, let's move on from you Nam. Know, you know what? Yep. One last thing about Nam. Finally, I can say who made those amazing IRs that that oh, yeah. that Pete Thorne sent me, and I yep. was saying, wow, these sound really good. Um, it's Celestion, and and of all the companies to make IRs, right? Celestion like who actually them, make speakers. <laughs> you know, they're putting themselves out of business. Yeah, so it's right. Like very... So there's a website. It's called Celestion Plus. Dot com, P-L-U-S, yep. CelestianPlus.com, and that's their IR site. And I haven't had a chance to try them yet, but they it looked like they had, I'm not sure, maybe 10 different speakers that they had packages for. Yep. And I noticed they had a greenback package, so for about 30 bucks. So I will definitely get that and check it out sooner or later. You know, I just haven't had time to do it, but I will sooner or later. I'll, I'll check it out. See what you think. What I've heard so far... Badass. Yep. Equally as good as the own hammer, wow. if not even better. Yep. So uh, I'm, yeah, I was just kind of plus. like, wow, you know, Celestian's got some badass. Yeah, but this is IRs. this is all for recording, so that makes yeah, just sense. recording. But you know, I mean, some people, you, some people actually do work gigs, so they'll still need those. <laughs> but you, you know what? I think a lot of people. Fuck. The more the more people I talk to, I'm getting more and more feedback and talk about using irs live because uh, really? they do, yeah because you don't have to Excuse carry me. a big ah that's nice you don't have to carry a speaker cabinet and deal right. with miking the speaker cabinet you would somehow i guess how would you do that you'd have you'd plug your guitar into the head you'd go out of your uh head into some kind of a little line like a sur load box mm-hmm. Right, and you'd go out of there into some maybe a laptop, I guess, 
with IRs in your and laptop. Then, and, then and, then, and then into the house. Into the house. And the house would feed it back in the Yeah, monitor. the only problem I see with that, and I see a huge problem there, Lightency. is that monitors usually suck. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and who wants to hear their tone through a fucking but, monitor? But hey, wrench? dig this. You know, this is the like way it works now. And, and, and <clears throat> I'm going to probably lose my job now. What do you see? But, but it's 2017, Bruce so what the drunk fuck? already. No, no, here's the deal. It's like, I see these professional sound stages, and it, even at my school where, where we've got this high-end guy who does all these, like, famous people. Mm -hmm. I'm doing air quotes right now, famous mm -hmm. people. And, um, and on that stage, they have sneeze guards in front of the amps. And the amps are being played soft. Right. So that the front of house guy can control all the sound of the room. Tell them what a sneeze no, guard is because they don't know. The sneeze guard is that, that thing when you're in a salad bar and there's that plexiglass so plexiglass you don't breathe shield. on the lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. No, a plexiglass shield is mm -hmm. all this. That was sort of a joke. Yeah. Okay. Just one. wanted to make sure really people got. Okay. Wait, they don't <laughs> actually think there's a sneeze bar in front of the amp. I've never thought of it like but that. But you knew what a sneeze great guard was. I knew, but okay, I've good. seen it before. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> you sneeze at salad bars. Sure. Anyways, but uh, okay. So there's these plexiglass shields in front of all the amps. So you go up on the bandstand. Everybody's playing soft, and they can't even hear themselves except for what they're being fed at the monitor mm -hmm. level. And the house is all being controlled by a guy who doesn't play an instrument and who's not in the band. Right. And if I'm the only one that sees something wrong here, then correct me. But this is bullshit. I know that's... And, and, you know, and, and for, for the world that I'm explaining, the shit that you're talking about makes perfect sense. It's even uh -huh. better. Uh -huh. It's even better because now they don't even have to put the sneeze guard, the plexiglass up, right. because there there's no, no sound amps. at all. There's no sound at all.
Everybody's. If, if, if you don't want jerk you off, if you want to do that, actually, let me tell you something. It's not monitors they're listening to. It's in ears. Yeah, in ears. Mostly, it's in ears. But if you seen bands, even the pop bands that are the, the major pop bands, yeah. they're all doing more it. More people are using in ears than wedges. It's in horrible, in, in, you know, because wedges wedges are already horrible. And now, now I've heard, and I and I don't I don't have any experience with in ears at all. I do. I have a lot. I, well, then you know more than me. I've heard that there are some in-ears that sound really great and some that sound uh, terrible. It can sound good, know. but you miss the fact of moving air well, as of a course. guitarist. That's the biggest no, thing. As a guitar player, there's no, there's no, there's, I mean, especially as a rock guitar player. How you interact whole, with your yeah, ears. Yeah, the I pickups interacting with the speaker. But also acoustic. How could you even play rock? If you don't have a sound coming at you that connects with your pickup, but how can you play an acoustic guitar if you don't feel that air moving? All you're hearing yeah. is that, like the the equivalent of a piezo pickup. Yeah. Like, so, like putting your ear it's, right on the. You've bridge. seen bands that do it right on, oh, on yeah, stage. They, they learn, no amps on stage. Everyone's like, in their ears. It looks. It feels stable. Well, it's, but it's, and, and 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 let's face it. It's like studio guys. Yeah. They get used to it, mm-hmm. but yeah, they it's get not good, good. It. Yeah. and they're good. They can play that way. They can function at the highest levels in the world, mm-hmm. and and just somehow know they're getting great tones and making great music. But that they hear it. Well, no, no there is no, no, no. That's not really true because I have to call bullshit on call a little bullshit. bit of that because when I overdub, I'm not here. I don't have an amp behind me. You know, I don't have my feedback like I do on a live gig, right? Yeah. I'm sitting in front of the monitors. I've got the drums and bass coming at me. And yeah, I do turn up and I crank You're wide up. open. You're wide open. I'm That's playing completely loud. different. I'm playing loud. That's completely yeah. different. Yeah. And you're wide open. You're not using in-ears. No. You're not using headphones. No, it sounds like a band. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. Uh-huh. I'm talking about guys who can who who I have 
so much respect for. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if it sounded like I was putting down anyways, I'm not. The guys that somehow, through whether it's in-ears or headphones, can get that sound and know they're getting that sound and understand what it's going to sound like to the world open. Mm-hmm. And they're closed. They're closed by sure. nature. And yet they know that environment so well and mm-hmm. know that touch so well that they know they're getting it and can function at that highest level even though they're not getting the shit that makes music music to me. I'm, I'm just, I no, admire I it. I admire it. I, I'm, I, not, I totally, I'm not putting it really, down. I and totally those people that you. are on stage doing right. that, they're kind of, it's a kind of pantomime. It's a very, you mm-hmm. feel very you're separate right. from everyone yeah. else. You're separated. You're separated it's, in every yeah. film and like you have no connection with your Because there's amp. no bleed through other than electronic bleed through with it, which you get from a knob like by turning... Yeah. You know, you know. Sometimes they have a little box, yeah. and you can you can say, "Well, I want the bass a little louder in my in ear monitor, so I'm right. going to turn up the well, bass no, a little louder." Whatever. You, you know. You're still creating a mix, of but course. they've also yeah. got just like also got, mix. Sure. But I'm still. It just doesn't sound. They've the also same. got microphones facing the audience, so you can hear the crowd applause. Mm-hmm. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, they've got to have yeah. that because yeah. then you can't hear the crowd applause. Yeah. It's like you're completely deaf on stage I mean, when it man, goes on I've silent. never used an in-ear monitor in my life. I've never even had the experience. It's not fun. But oh, I just I know mean, one it obviously thing. makes sense. It would never have occurred to me. But, yeah. but let me just say one thing. I mean, forget about the in-ear monitors. Wedges. If you're even trying to use wedges to hear yourself, this is, why, this is where I go like the whole IR world needs to understand this. You could have the best IR in the world and it sounds just like a 1961 Marshall cabinet, but if you're hearing that sound through some shitty beat up monitor, <laughs> it's going to sound like ass. That's where you would it's need inner ears. Terrible. That's when you've got to do inner ears. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but you know, most people can't, uh, don't do in ears in a, like just kind of a touring rock and roll bl- you know, touring in a van environment, you use the shitty stage monitors that happen to be in the club. And I know because I'm on the Chitlin circuit all over the world and I'm playing in these clubs where I do like to hear a little bit of guitar in the monitor just so I don't have to play quite as loud and kill the people in the front row. So I put a little guitar in the wedge and often it's like, ugh, it's so (laughs) horrible that I just, you know, there's no way. I can play with this fucked up sound that's coming at me through the wedge. Often I'll have to either seriously EQ it or put my coat or a towel or something over the horn just to get rid of that awful sound. Oh, yeah, it's you know? bad. Now, there's sometimes I get lucky. I roll into a club and they're using Myers sound system and the monitors sound like God, you know, <laughs> and it sounds just amazing to have like say about 75% of my sound coming from my 4x12 cabinet and about 25% in the monitor. And it sounds huge because you've got it coming at you from here and the, you've got the detail coming from here and it sounds beautiful and you've got the, the, the balls coming from the cabinet. Oh, it's a, you know, I'm going to play great that night because the sound is awesome. You know, but this is a 50-50 thing. You know, <laughs> like... Most a lot of times you come in and the monitors just suck. Yeah. So how are you gonna like you're gonna bring your IRs over all over the world and play through the worst monitors ever and expect that you're gonna have good nights? It's just not gonna happen. So what I used to do was when we were touring, we would I we had inner ears which I could not stand. So I'd have one inner ear and I'd pull the other out and I'd have a live amp to the side that was just facing me. And it wasn't mic'd or anything. And right. So I'd use my app as a monitor. 
Yeah. Just so I could have that well, it was entire my, it relationship. Was, it was mic'd for the stage. I mean, for the... Where, what, where were you getting your source for the in-ear? For the in-ear? I'd have a line six back then. Oh, so you were going straight mix. direct. Your own mix. Like well, you've, you've not got... my own mix. I had a monitor guy. But, so, <laughs> you a monitor so you were going guy. direct yeah. through a head. So I was going, no, a direct through line six, but I would run out a separate line to an amp so I could have the real amp because I hated ears so bad. And what happens if you want, like, say, you want to hear more hi-hat? you got to call over to the monitor guy the and guy. say, oh, yeah. hi-hat up. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. same shit we all have to do. Yeah, same, right. same shit. Right. But it was, it just sucked... Because you do feel separated from the audience, mm-hmm. because you are you've got in areas you you you're in a bubble. Sounds like a horrible and experience. And you're separated to me. from would, the other musicians. I would hate it. I can say you know what? Oh, what do we want to do? It. Make musicians play well. Let's just um, why don't we handcuff them while we're at it? <laughs> you know, why don't we shove I, a broomstick up their ass I would s- and light it on fire? I think that's a great idea. How about, about a bottle rock? Why don't we wear high heels and stomp but on their I balls? Would say I think that's ma- a great idea. All the major touring acts are doing it. Like. Everyone's doing but that, but they're playing pop, and they're not yeah. playing. They're not playing the kind of music that's interactive with each other, like in a jazz. It's all about situation. the singer. It's all yeah, about the yeah, singer yeah. and the so, song. It's yeah. a whole different thing. Yeah. But you know, Bruce did mention something that made me laugh when he was saying like, and it's all run by a guy who doesn't even play an instrument and knows nothing about music. And you're talking about the sound man, and that even holds true for a band with the loudest speaker cabinets in the world. Yeah. Because no matter what you do on stage, if you're playing in a big room and the people don't hear the sound coming from the stage, they only hear what's in the PA, you're pretty much fucked anyway <laughs> yeah. because most sound men are fucking idiots. <laughs> exactly. You know, so that's, I mean... Unless you bring your own sound man on the road who's really good, who knows your music and knows what you like, and actually has talent. Yeah. Because talent also applies to sound men. <laughs> what <laughs> Not a only musicians have to have talent. Sound wait a minute, wait a minute. you know talent. the sound man's credo, right? <laughs> what? what? We're not happy till you're not happy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, that's it totally. How many times you do sound check and they're like, "Can you turn the guitar? The guitars have got to go down." Bam, yeah, once I was in a, once I was at a jazz festival, and we were in this like dirigible hangar. You know what a dirigible is? Like a Zeppelin. Yeah, you know what right, I mean, like a right. weather balloon. Right. Thing. It was, but it was like from the, the '30s, so back when they had Zeppelins and stuff. Uh-huh. It's one of those kind of hangars. Uh-huh. And we're playing in there. Okay, so we're talking about optimal sound. And, uh, and and I'm in there, and I've just got my red guitar, which feeds back if you look at it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I wasn't playing loud. And I turned on some, they had some great amp. Like I think it was a jazz chorus, maybe. And I turned it on, and it was a little louder than I expected it to be, but it wasn't loud. I mean, because I didn't even feedback. I played played a couple of notes. Oh, started to walk over to the amp to throw it down. And I hear from like this, this the 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 uh, sound guy way up in the you know thing. Turn that fucking thing down. <laughs> <laughs> the guy got fired. Really? The guy got fired. Wow. The music director came out and said, "I want you gone." <clears throat> wow. Well, cool. There is. I, and I couldn't believe it. And 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 I I I would like to even say who that music director is. <clears throat> Can I do it? Yeah, well, why wouldn't John you? John Clayton, a great bass player, great arranger. Uh, he just like, he knew he knew me, knew I wasn't going to play. I mean, it wasn't really that loud to begin with, yeah. but it was louder than I intended to play, and I was already on my way back to the amp 
turn it down when this guy just assaults me. Yeah. He probably had headphones on and I probably fried yeah. his ears. Yeah. But the thing is, Hopefully. it's like he treated it and like, I want you gone. And he was gone. And they got the, his, whatever is, yeah. his apprentice or whatever was doing yeah. sound that night. You know, we didn't need anything. I mean, it was a dirigible yeah. hanger. Leave us alone. We'll, we'll get a sound. I'll tell you something. But I, we're jazz. I used to, we don't I, need I, a sound. I used to be, uh, I'm a has-been, so I used to be, uh, or be able to afford to take our own sound man on the road. And hopefully, if the economy gets better in Europe, I'll be able to do that again. Right. But last couple of tours, we haven't been able to afford to bring our own sound man. And I've even heard that bands like the Yellow Jackets aren't traveling with their own sound man. So the economy in Europe is not good right now. And tickets are, ticket sales have gone down. And it's very hard to, to be able to afford to bring your own sound man on the road. And now I realize no wonder they're what, so a, pissed off at what a luxury <laughs> it is to have your own guy oh, sure. who just... You know, you don't have to do anything. You show up at sound check, and the guy knows Everything. exactly what to do. Everything is just done, and it's like, okay, son, done with sound check. And now it's like, okay, I've got to loop my guitar, and I've got to go out to the board. I've got to have somebody tell the sound man what the fuck to do because he has no fucking clue how to mix this kind of music. He may have mixed a couple heavy metal shows, but he doesn't know what to do. The bass drum is like... 20 times louder than any other instrument on the drum kit, and he thinks that's what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. Are there so much low frequency going on that you, your teeth are starting to fall <laughs> out? You know, And he thinks that's what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. It's just like, holy fucking shit, it's hard out there. So <laughs> for all you touring guys who don't know anything about sound, better learn what frequencies are and how to kind of run a PA system because you're probably going to have to loop your guitar and go out there and listen to the band and give the, the sound go man acoustic, a lesson in man. how to acoustic. yeah just unplug go, go unplug there you go go acoustic solve the whole problem that's well, it we um I, I just screw think... IRs screw ERs screw up your R's <laughs> ERs <laughs> you might need an ER someday yeah you're right you're right <laughs> don't but screw the uh... I can't afford them I'm sure well the, yeah, your healthcare is about to disappear mate yeah this is from James I gotta get this email out I just thought it was an interesting email and I was really curious to see what you guys are gonna say he's like Guys, let me just preference this by saying I'm a huge fan of Scott and Bruce's playing and the podcast in general. The Ooh. reason why most of us listen is for Guy's insight. Guys got a mental disorder. Right? The reason why most of us listen is for insight and information. You cats seem to be smelling your own farts a lot these days. <laughs> what John's, does that mean? I'm, I'm getting to it. John Schofield's a hack? That was embarrassing. Who Manic, said that? Who said that? I think I, he's quoting one of us. I never said I that. Never said oh, that. Okay, controversy. I never said that. Uh, that was again, embarrassing. Then again, he's probably got some sort of proof, but you bring, might have we, we it. need okay. to hear it because it's out of context. No, no, if it's we, even we true. never. I said would that. never have said. Okay. We never said that. We like John Scott. Okay, that was that was embarrassing. Anyway, manic carpet, a fusion classic. Yeah, it is a fucking fusion classic. Okay, he's, Fuck he's, you if you don't like it. <laughs> he hasn't. Don't get mad yet. There's more to come. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, I want to go back to John Schofield. A hack. I, I I profess not to liking everything he's ever done. Well, okay. I'd say that about any artist. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I admit that. But calling him a hack is just. I'm I'm I'm, I'm guessing it was one of you two. 
But if it was me, it was taken out of context. No, and I would I never say that about him because I like most of the stuff he does. Right. So, so I, I'm just going to go on yeah, record. So I, that, I think, so James, I, I think this guy James has got a mental disorder. He's, he's maybe taken out. I know lying is a total, totally okay now Trump era, but let's get serious. Bruce sounds like he needs some Metamucil. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 you know, I am 60 years old, so let's get this straight. I, and but, Scott, wait, 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 no, wait a minute here. Let me in. No, don't just go past that. Okay. What's Metamucil? Okay, first of all, smell your own farts. Unfortunately, I do have to smell my own farts. I'm not as fast as James might be. He's probably a track runner in girls' shoes. But anyways... <laughs> I am not. I have to smell my own farts. Sorry about that. What's Metamucil? Metamucil is like a thing that helps you shit. It's, it's fiber. It's a, brand, it's a fiber thing okay. that helps you poop in the morning when you're old. <laughs> oh. Or young, I guess, if you need it. But, uh, you know, I mean, I snort Metamucil. That's why I'm so nasal all the time. <laughs> it says, I melt it down and shoot it up. <laughs> so, he says, <laughs> Bruce needs. Sounds like he needs some Metamucil. And Scott you just, said that already. Okay, Scott just needs to listen to more guitar players. Have you ever heard of John Abercrombie, Adam Rogers, Bill Frizzle? Frizzell? Frizzell. I, I have mentioned Robin Bill Frizzell. Robin Ford. Excuse me. Let me cut you off, James, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> he First of all, I have heard <clears throat> Bill Frizzell, and I like Bill Frizzell very much. I like his playing... The other guys you mentioned, they're not my favorites. So fucking what? Robert, uh, Attila hey, and wait a minute. Wait, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I have mentioned, um, and I would bet I've mentioned those guys. And if I haven't, I can't mention everybody. And they got their own podcast. So why doesn't James listen to them? Yeah, and, and why do we have to like everybody? No, you why know? do we, why, I mean, or even mention them? Yeah, why it's do we like, have to mention anybody? If, if I don't like a certain player, I'm not going to mention on the show. And I'm not even saying that I hate anybody's playing i'm not saying that it offends me i'm just saying there are certain guys i know they're good but their playing just doesn't do it for me i just don't really listen to them that much so i'm not going to talk about them because they don't do much for me i don't care how good they play and how technically proficient they are and how incredibly talented and gifted they are if their music doesn't speak to me and doesn't really move me I don't listen to him. Yeah. So, James, go stick something up your ass. <laughs> well, no, no. What, what, what blows my mind is that James even listens to us. Because, obviously, what he, what he... No, really. What he's expecting of us is to extol the virtues of everybody he likes or like exactly. that, or that we haven't mentioned exactly. them because we've been too busy just having a good time. And what he said, sharing insights of our own lives mm-hmm. in music... Like we, you know, that, that that we should have instead of been doing that, been like thinking of every guy that he wants us to talk about. Well, James, I got a great idea. Why don't you produce a podcast, <laughs> hire me and Scott to be on it, and we'll be happy to talk about whoever the fuck you want us. To yeah, talk give about. us money. We'll talk about whoever the fuck you want us to talk about. But you know, I we're not. Problem. You know, you know. I mean, I have- you found our podcast. 
and I thought you were enjoying it until you just like really just wanted to light a fire up our ass, and which you've done a very good job doing it. <laughs> very good and job. You're probably really having a good time. And you probably hate all the people. I'm having a you great time. <laughs> I, I haven't even. I'm not even halfway through. Oh, oh god. Oh great. James. Is... All right. I've never heard you mention Mike Stern even once. I believe that is wrong. You not always believe that. But of course he hasn't listened. He hasn't listened to every podcast. No. Yeah. James is like you know he's like about, living in an alternative universe. <laughs> How about getting a guy like Kevin Eubanks on? Great, right? He was the band leader. He has to tell us this. He has the band leader of the Tonight Show. Oh, oh he was. Oh, I didn't really? know that. Well, wow. thanks for telling us. Who that, else James? did he play with? Maybe Jeez. Dave Holland. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, did he God. have his own records out? Oh, maybe. I don't I'm know. Glad Possibly. I know that now. Did that he have he was... brothers who I played with? Maybe. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> now hold it, hold it. I'm gonna get to this. Marvin Smitty Smith played on a bunch of his albums. Yeah. Uh, no, like we yeah. don't know that. Really? You think that they're in the Tonight Show I, band for they like were in the 10 Tonight years Show band together, together, by the way, James. I, I, I just, I, don't kill the messenger. Why James is such a loser at this point. You're going to have to pull this email James, out. you're really Great fucking time. up. The James, more you say, the stupider you sound. This email is going man. down the toilet. I'm going to have to reach in and get my arm wet to pull it out. <laughs> Why don't we hear from Kevin Eubanks instead of talking about getting Marvin Smitty Smith on the show all the time? Do your egos prevent you from reaching out to a person like <laughs> Neil? Like Neil, is it Sean from um, Neil Journey? <laughs> he mentions Journey's guitarist, Neil Sean. Or maybe someone like Bob Weir, or does he smoke too much pot for you? Jorma... Okay, okay, okay. So this is a joke. So, okay, uh, okay. Maybe joke. we no, can keep talking yeah, about yeah, Alan Holtz. No, wait a minute. Go with Yorma. I want you to hear you pronounce that last name. No, you know I, I can't do it. <laughs> Come on, do it. Jorma. Per- can do it, do it. Kokokian. Oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you do that, you get arrested. Try again. Jorma Corkin. Oh, Jesus Jorma. Christ. Jorma How is do you pronounce his last name? Kalkinen, I believe. Oh, I would have I mean, I, and I even Kalkin. know I'm wrong. Okay. Just a stone. He's just a stone hippie. Maybe okay. we can keep talking about Alan Holdsworth, Luke, and Phil... DeGry. Thank you. For another year. Thoughts? <laughs> Thanks, James. I think we've given James that, enough that, of his thoughts. No, no. James, James... <laughs> I just got to say, you really could have ended that whole thing a lot better. That was really a bad dismount. I mean, just as the way it goes in the Olympics, you'd have just screwed your whole routine up with that yeah. dismount. Well, there you go. I well, wanted to go. get well, that, that email out. That was a really fun email. It was. I enjoyed the hell out of it, James. It. I probably James. know you, and you're, pro- you're probably the guy that took can the I, lesson I and then stopped the check afterwards. Now, I'm not going to say his last name because I'm going to fuck it up, so it's pointless. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, all those guys you mentioned, we'd love to have on the show. And if they happen to be listening, which I doubt because James just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> but if they were listening and any friends of theirs are listening, we would love to have them on here. I mean, I mean, we, we're tired of hearing ourselves just as much as you people are. I can't believe you're even fucking listening in the first place. Uh, and by Jesus the way, Christ, my wife just, kicked just, me out of the house. That's why I'm here. <laughs> just so you know, a lot of these guys that you mentioned don't live in Los Angeles. So it's not exactly easy to have a guest well, on the show when he doesn't live in the same what city. What about you Neil live in. from Journey? Neil lives Neil in, San in San Francisco, Francisco. I believe. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I would love to. I mean, I know I, I've never. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know his dad. Okay. And I bet his dad's dead by now. I know Neil. I used to work gigs with his dad. Well, what did his dad play? Saxophone. 
Oh. Yeah, Matt Schoen. He was but really the, none cool. of the guys he mentioned live in Los Angeles. So, so I don't. Well, no, Kevin you know Eubanks. Kevin does. Eubanks might. Yeah. yeah. He probably lives here. And I'd love to have and, uh, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin would be great. Kevin would be great. I don't, but I'd Kevin, I mean, Kevin like, once. Kevin does not hang. Kevin is not on the scene. I know that M Smitty is good friends with him, and I've never, like, bugged Smitty because I'd love to hang with Kevin. And I've met Kevin numerous times before he got the Me gig. Me too. Me too. Back when he was on the scene mm -hmm. in the early days, and we know each other. But I'd never, I just don't. I mean, I haven't called George Benson. I kind of met him, too. I don't call these people because I don't really know them, and I'm just not that kind of person. Sorry. You'd have to, in order to, to meet Kevin, you'd, you'd actually have to go to one of his gigs. Like, you know, every blue moon, and we're talking about every once every three or four years, he'll play at the Baked Potato. Right. And you might be able to catch him there, but, but otherwise it'd be pretty well, hard maybe, to Well, maybe contact. Smitty could... Smitty on. might be able to We can ask him, him about yeah. it, but you know the thing yeah. is, is like, I want to talk to Smitty because, frankly, Smitty's one of the best musicians I've ever known. Yeah. And he has lots to talk about. And why is and, and James such a prick? By the way, by the way. <laughs> That's I, what I want to talk I, to by Smitty the way, about. I, I, I want to ask Smitty, why is James against, such a prick? Nothing against Kevin Eubanks. Nothing against him. But if you put Kevin Eubanks' career up to Smitty Smith's career, sorry, there is no contest. Smitty Smith has played with every jazz legend there is. Wow, yeah. I mean, he's he's just, his resume of famous, amazing musicians he's played with just goes for miles. You yeah. cannot say that about Kevin Eubanks. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. As good as he is. You know, Marvin Smith. And then you could say it's because he's a drummer, but it's know. it's not probably true. Yeah, but no, no, no. Smith Smith is, I, I will go on. Smitty's one of the most incredible musicians. And he I've ever known. He smiles all the time, the motherfucker. Like, well, it's because 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 he knows how dumb the rest of us are. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, in, anything else? Because I got to go. All right, run you guys. Wait, well, let's let's yeah, say goodbye I, I officially. To, we never talked about me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> James talked about me. We, That's right. Yeah, we can do. Yeah. Take some Metamucil and shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what's going to be funny? We should tell everyone to send their Metamucil. Maybe, into... maybe we can get an endorsement or a sponsorship. You know how many people are going to send us Metamucil now? To... Yeah. Send Please. it to Bruce send it to Foreman, Prohibition Studios. 1347 Lake Drive. Care of Bruce Foreman. Care of Bruce Foreman Industries. <laughs> Oh my God! That's well, you know, great. everybody asks. Everybody asks where I'm living now, and I tell them mostly in the past. <laughs> oh my God! All right, well there, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's our first for 2017. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Scott. Uh, and coming. fuck you, James. Um, thanks, James. Thanks, for a James. Wonderful letter. <laughs> I knew that. I as soon as I read it, I'm like, I'm reading this on the show. This is great. <laughs> thanks, James. I really appreciate it, mate. <laughs> awesome stuff. Okay, we're done.